Hi everyone, welcome to episode 4 of the Self Love Story Podcast. I am your host Olivia and I really hope you have been enjoying the podcast. I'm really grateful for everyone who's got in touch and said they have enjoyed it and thank you to everyone who, yeah, has been supporting me, really appreciate it. So this week's episode is less fluffy and nice and probably a bit more introspective, a bit more focused on doing that deep inner work that will allow you to be the best version of yourself. Today's topic is something that was not necessarily for easy for me myself to do but it was something that really was holding me back from being my best self. I've gone old-fashioned, I've got handwritten paper notes here, so if you hear that in the background, I'm really sorry. But I need notes, otherwise I will go on a tangent. So today is kind of focused on taking complete responsibility for yourself. This is something that I see a lot as a doctor who works in psychiatry. This is also something that I certainly used to do a lot, a lot. And once I learned about that victim mentality and realized I had that, it was easier to change that. As I said in the first couple of episodes, self-love and self-care isn't always buying yourself nice stuff. It is about doing the hard work but it will make your life so much better when you do. And it's hard to it's hard to admit that you have that way of looking at things. And I just want to be clear that of course I'm not in any way implying that victims of abuse, victims of crime, etc., don't have the right to feel like they were victimised because they were. This is more about taking personal responsibility for every day in your life. So, the first thing I'm going to speak about is an equation uh, by one of my favourite authors of all time, Jack Canfield. He, in his book, The First Secrets to Success, wrote the equation event plus reaction equals outcome. So the event, whatever happens to you, around you, we can't change that. We cannot control what other people do. We cannot control what happens around us. So you physically, emotionally, mentally cannot change this. And this can be in many forms. This could be other people's decisions, traffic, weather, arguments, other people's emotions. Now this is something that for me, and I'm sure many people listening, someone who likes having control over things. Initially this can sound quite scary but when you consider it and think about it it's actually pretty empowering to know that you can release any sense of responsibility for things you have no responsibility or power over. The second part of the equation is the reaction. So like we said there's no way we can change the event that happened but we can change how we react to it. And I really think this empowers us 
to fully take responsibility for ourselves and our reactions. It changes our mindset for looking for excuses and instead comes up with solutions. Now Jack Canfield, who came up with this equation, says that successful people take a different approach to the event. So just to reiterate, the equation is event plus reaction equals outcome. We can't change the E, but we can change the R. Successful people use the event that they cannot change to change their own habits, their own thoughts, their own ways of thinking. So when that event happens, whether we like it or not, how we react will change that outcome. So think about the last time something happened that you perceive happened to you that wasn't good. Do you blame the event? Or do you think about how you reacted to it that could have changed it? What can you control in your reaction? Can you change how you thought about it? Can you change how you communicated, whether that's to others, whether that's to yourself? Can you change your own self-talk? And this kind of links nicely into last week's episode. Jack Canfield puts this into a really simple perspective and says, successful people simply change their response to an event until they get the outcomes that they want. And I'm just going to read this direct quote from Jack Canfield himself because I think it's just so powerful. Unfortunately, most of us are being run by our habits. We get stuck in conditioned responses to our spouses, our children, our work colleagues, our customers, our clients, our students, and to the world at large. You have to gain control of your thoughts, your images, your dreams, your daydreams, and your behaviour. Everything you think, say, or do needs to become intentional and aligned with your purpose, your values, and your goals. If you don't like your outcomes, change your responses. It's both terrifying and empowering to think that the choices that we make, the reactions that we have, are 100% our responsibility. We cannot blame or expect someone else to take responsibility for that. That is entirely on us. It's hard to change this thinking overnight. It's near impossible, but at the end of the day, it is a choice. You can go on continuing to blame the events. You can have the mindset that things are happening to you. Or you can stop making excuses and make things happen for yourself. We cannot blame other people for our own situations. It's important to acknowledge that not everything can run smoothly. And perfection doesn't exist. But progress does. I'm saying this to myself as much as I'm saying this to others. But there's something that's so motivating in acknowledging that we can control that. So just to go back to the king, Jack Canfield, I cannot recommend his books enough. I personally really like the way Jack Canfield writes. particularly loved um, his book, Key to Living, The Law of Attraction. We read that in the book club I'm in. It's an amazing book. I really like the way he writes. But for people who maybe aren't you know into the more spiritual side of things this isn't spiritual this is entirely true real and inner control so an example he gives is the formula of event plus reaction equals outcome in action in economy so he tells a story of a friend of his who owned a lexus dealership in south california 
and the Gulf War broke out at this time and the economy took a hit and obviously then people were less able to enter a Lexus dealership and buy a brand new Lexus. So he knew that how he had responded, reacted previously wasn't going to work the same as it had. So in this equation, the E, the event, is the war breaking out, the change in the economy and the effect that it had. That normal R, his normal reaction, his normal way of keeping his business afloat wasn't going to work. So he speaks of his friend, realising that he couldn't use the same techniques he had done and his old way of getting new customers would have been to run newspaper or radio ads. Obviously, that's not enough during this time, during the time of a war. And, of course, if he had done that, the reaction, as he had done previously, the outcome would be a decrease in customers and sales. So he says his friend changes things up and it's trial and error. He tries different things. Some things he tried worked, some of them didn't. One of the things that did work was driving a fleet of brand new Lexuses to wealthy areas. So he would take them around parties in Beverly Hills, he would take them into the marinas, the country clubs, and offer to allow people to go on a test drive. He would make sure the cars looked amazing, clean, brand spanking new, that had that new car smell. And when these people had test drove the car, got back into their old car, they were like, mm, it's not really the same when you come out of a brand new car into my old car, I want a new car now. And many of these people then bought the Lexus. So by changing his response to the event, the dealership got the outcome they needed and wanted. They had increased sales and sales actually improved to being higher than even before the war. It is a choice how we respond to events. We can interpret them in a negative way or a positive way. We can think about what happened in different ways. We can think it happened to us or we can think it happened for us. Now, of course, this doesn't apply to everything, every difficult thing, but most difficult things I have faced in hindsight have in some way made me better whether it's made me stronger, whether it's made me kinder, whether it's made me healthier, whether it's allowed me to get rid of shitty people from my life. Every single relationship, platonic or otherwise, that I no longer have, I am so grateful that I don't have. So I could either look at that event, loss of a relationship, and feel sorry for myself, feel like I am a victim of life. Or I can actually look at it and say, you know, I've lost a couple of people I was perhaps once close to. I have a lot of friends I've been close to for years. And the loss of these relationships is making room for, for new ones as well. That's a really kind of basic one to look at. But I suppose the outcome of my life now, by looking at it that way, by changing how I respond, will be better than if I walled in self-pity that I've lost a couple of people. Instead, I'm so thankful that that lesson was learned and I'm thankful for those memories and I'm thankful to also not have them in my life.
and I'm grateful for the lessons I've learned. Another example of this was earlier this year I had um, some uncertainty in jobs and the current climate in where I'm working at the moment means that it's quite fast-paced in terms of job changes and things can change in a matter of days and I had waited for ages after I moved home from New Zealand for a job to come up and a job came up it wasn't necessarily one that I wanted to do but it was the only job that was relatively nearby so I was like great I'll take it and took that job and then as soon as I started along with two other doctors the hospital needed to make cuts and all three of us had our contracts ended and the hospital only needs to give a week's notice so I was like oh no I've literally just been working here a few weeks and they're getting rid of us went into full panic mode and kind of felt at the time like it was personal even though I know it wasn't like it's budget cuts I can't do anything about that a good example of the event I can't control and now especially with the power of hindsight within four days of that happening the job that I'm currently doing came up and it has been the best job I've ever had and if I had still been working in that previous job I wouldn't be in the position where I could have taken this job so my response instead of being sad about that or taking it personally now would be I'm so thankful that it made room for a job I really do want to do. I hope these are making sense but this is how I kind of look at the equation. But taking that personal responsibility, realising that you are 100% responsible for your life is hard. That is not an easy thing to grasp. It's easier to make excuses. It's easier to put the blame and responsibility on other people. It really does take discipline to be completely and fully honest with yourself about this. It's not easy, but it gets you out of that toxic cycle of blaming other people and getting out of that victim mentality. And I'm going to touch a little bit more on that now. Now, I'm going to start this by saying, and this is again to myself as much as it's to others, If you tell yourself that you're a victim, then you will be. Again, I need to stress that this does not apply to victims of abuse or crime or anything like that. This is more about outlook on life. So an example of this would be you get to the supermarket and they've sold out of the one thing you went to buy and you think, oh, everything always happens to me. Everything is out to get me. And you kind of become a self-fulfilling prophecy. Another kind of example of this, and I've definitely been guilty of this, I'm sure everyone listening has this, when you, quote, start the day on the wrong foot, get out the wrong side of the bed, blah, 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 you basically have that mentality throughout your day and stuff happens to you because you're in the mindset of bad things keep happening to me. Toss that out, reject it. That is not your truth. So victim mentality, let's talk a little bit more about that particularly from a psychiatric point of view victim mentality is classed as an acquired personality trait not inherent acquired this is a learned behavior and it kind of ties in with learned helplessness that learned inability to take responsibility for yourself 
learned inability to have any perceived control over your life. Often people who have the victim mentality will feel like a complete victim despite circumstances being the complete opposite or contrary to this belief. It's this kind of mentality that other people are responsible for your own well-being. And it can often coincide with people who do have narcissistic traits in their personality. Of course, I'm not saying all people with a victim mindset are narcissists. But ultimately, it comes from a place of pessimism and self-pity. And like most things, like most difficult personality traits we might deal with, it almost always will come from a place of trauma. Most people who would have a victim mentality are craving empathy. That's what they want. They want care. They want someone to give a shit about them. Some people would also want recognition from others. In other cases, particularly in people with narcissistic traits, it may come from their own lack of empathy for others. They might be completely unwilling or unable to look at other people and see them as a victim or see them as hard done by because they are more important. Often this will come along with very specific language. So people might talk to themselves or say out loud things like, I can't. So they might say, I can't do this. I don't have a choice. I have no choice. I have to. I must. So an example of this is, and again, I'm calling out my past self here, people who their life literally hate their life do not enjoy what they do do not enjoy their job do not enjoy their relationship and they say they have no choice this is it we're stuck i don't have a choice i can't do anything about it absolutely you can you are 100 responsible for your choices if you are not happy in your job if you are not happy in your relationship you absolutely can change that you can make a choice not to be there anymore. That's really hard to actually realise and think about. But you are responsible for changing that. No one else is. You're not a victim. You're making an active choice to stay. And a choice to stay in something that isn't good for you, that isn't your ultimate best case scenario. And you deserve that. You deserve to have a life you want to live. It's as simple as that. If you don't like the event, change your response, change your reaction and watch the outcome change. It's never too late to completely change your life and to be your best self. Another good way to think of this is being empowered to say no to things that we don't enjoy, we don't feel empowered by. For example, I'm sure we've all had that group of friends that hanging out with them completely drains you, hanging out with certain people that you just don't feel good around. And previously I would have felt pressure to hang around with them and then moan about the fact I don't like hanging around with them. If I had used this equation back then, I would have said, okay, event, I can't change who they are as people. I can't change being drained by other people. But I can change being pressured to do so and realise I can say no. Then the outcome is happiness. So I'm going to end this episode with a question for you. What choice are you going to make? What version of yourself do you want to be? Are you going to blame the event? 
Are you going to blame other people? Are you going to blame circumstances? Are you going to blame your parents, your siblings for your perceived lack of results or outcomes or unhappy life? Or are you going to change how you respond to things to get the outcome you want? My hand got so active in that last part. I got so into it, but I'm very passionate about this. The victim mentality is something I probably had most of my life until the last few years, truly. And being free from that is so, I keep saying it, empowering, motivating, inspiring, etc, etc. We're not victims of life. We're actively making choices to do things. And if that is unhappy relationships, unhappy jobs, unhappy schooling, whatever that is, it can change. It absolutely can change. So remember that event plus reaction equals outcome. What is your outcome today going to be? Thank you so much for listening as always. I did not mean to get so spicy at the end, but I'm quite passionate about this stuff. I'm really grateful for anyone who's listening. So thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm thankful for everyone who's got in touch. I'm thankful for everyone who's given me a wee rating. If you are listening to this and you do like it, please do leave me a review, whether it's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Get in touch on my Instagram at the self love story pod. And I will see you next week where I may be less spicy, maybe quite spicy. Who knows? Thank you for listening. See you later. Bye.